there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Great house specials and new promotions. The Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. The great Michael Lombardi joins us now uh, in the league for many years, front office, GM, and uh, here on VSIN as well. Follow him on Twitter, uh, former NFL executive, as I mentioned. Michael, I thought you were great last night, and I loved your tweet about if I'm, if I'm McDermott, I'm just going to the hospital, and the NFL can figure this out later. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, to me, the brown ball didn't matter. You know, I've been in the league almost 40 years and watched football for most of my life. And, you know, we've we've seen the the, the Daryl Stingley hit. We've seen Ryan Shazier on that field there in Cincinnati. And we've seen players, you know, get carted off. We've seen broken bones. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And and that and the faces of those players was so impactful to me that it made it it made it so surreal that there's only one thing that you knew you had to do which was take care of Hamlin and and I applaud the league office for for recognizing that and I saw Troy Vincent say today they never considered five minutes and then re, re, revisiting the game so that's refreshing to hear player safety and you know the players they were there they watched this and and that's really traumatic and it's the trauma of the event that that really is going to last for a while and and it's going to have to get handled yeah, I, I, I read that tweet earlier. I'm glad you brought that up. This person saying they're a medical professional and witnessing a cardiac a cardiac arrest is jarring, whether you're trained or not for the players, it's gonna be traumatic. What what do you what do you do next if you're running an organization from a I thought you said something interesting during the break about what's next for the Buffalo players and organization. Yeah, I just think to me the the, the sensitivity of the matter and, and what they all witnessed and I think that's why they all went back to Buffalo. Because you know that was that's just not something that occurs in our 
our lifetime. You know, it's it's traumatic experience. It's it's what what, what we find in soldiers that 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 fight in battles and they witness things that they're not accustomed to. And I think I can't speak to it because I'm not a professional, but I think they need to find people that are professionals mm-hmm. because we, we just can't move down the road. I mean, this is, this is something we need help to move down the road and we need to fight for and pray for Hamlin as he sits in that hospital in Cincinnati fighting for his life. So to me, it's just really about that. And that's where the focus and concentration is. It's not on next week's game plan or the install, you know, that's, that's irrelevant. And I think, we learned that last night. Yeah, you you can see, you know, countless gruesome videos over the years on the field when you're watching or playing football, but there's nothing that can prepare you for this. You would never expect this to happen on the field. No, you never would. And, you know, I mean, the fact that the ambulance was out there and that they had to perform CPR, but I don't think we give enough credit. You know, last night I listened to everything closely. Mm-hmm. I mean, give credit to those people, that, that the professional medical people that were on that field. I mean, they're heroes. I mean, they they recognized the situation. They were able to restore his heartbeat. They were able to, you know, he, obviously he needed oxygen. But to me, it, it just is remarkable that we were able to. And then today I find out that his GoFundMe page already has a million dollars. You know, he was trying to raise 2500 for toys for kids. <laughs> and Hamlet's already got a million dollars in it. I mean, that, that kind of is, it just shows the power of our country when we all work together. That's yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, we said this earlier Two other guys that I think we have to tip our caps to today, Michael, that would be both head coaches because they knew the moment as well. Like if you if you yeah. watch Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott on TV like everybody else was, you knew that they could tell right away, like there's no chance we can play this game. Yeah, you know, I saw it. I, I agree with you, Mitch. I mean, I think to me, I think the, 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 the cameras on the players and the coaches, when I saw them two shake hands, I knew the game was, I knew that the NFL did the right thing. You know, it was it, it took like ten more minutes for them to announce it, but you could just, you knew they did the right thing, and I and I just felt like Sean. Uh, I don't know Sean that well, but I could tell Sean's face that he was going to the hospital, whether they wanted to play the game or not. And you know, and that's the right thing to do. You know, making a hard decision isn't really that hard when it's the right decision. And I think the NFL did. This was not a hard decision. It was the right decision. And the game became insignificant. And who cares? And nobody cares down the road. Nobody wants to go down the road. Let's just focus on the player. But the the emotions that the cameras drew there were powerful for me. And I wasn't there to witness the event. Oh, man, I can't imagine what it was like on the field. I mean, how often in history, and you said you've been around this, you know, sport for 40 plus years, and you've watched it your whole life. How often do you see... 325-pound offensive lineman with tears in their eyes. I, I mean, I, I can't recall maybe ever seeing that before. Yeah, I mean, Stefan Diggs, you could see the tear in his eyes. You could see it coming down, and you could see players walking away from the trauma that they were witnessing. I, I, I think, to me, I was really thankful ESPN didn't replay the play because I don't want to see the play again. I don't want to see the play again. I think that was really good on ESPN's part to not do that, and I think that the players don't want to see the play again. And, and all of us, we just want to focus on Hamlin and him getting back. And hopefully that, you know, he's in critical condition this morning and hopefully we'll get a positive report today somewhere. And I was really happy to hear this morning when I woke up that the Bills left or left Cincinnati last night and are now back in Orchard Park. Mm. I think that's a smart thing to do. I think most people probably thought, well, they'll stay and get up in the morning. No, I think the best thing is, is they need to get back. They need to be with their brother but they need to get they need to be together as as blood brothers in arms. Yeah. I also thought it was a good job. Lisa Salters was on SVP last night Michael 
And she told the story that, again, the players on the field, they recognized how awful the situation was. That's why they formed like a human wall, that circle around Hamlin, so he'd be shielded by the cameras and the you know 65,000 people in attendance could not see the paramedics giving him CPR so the play, like their instincts took over it, it's amazing how powerful when we all when it becomes we instead of me you know i think that's really what we saw it, it didn't matter what uniform you were in i mean there was black uniforms and white uniforms orange uniforms and 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 blue uniforms i mean you could just see them surrounded and i knew from the cameras, I'm sure you guys did too, that that's what they were doing. They, they didn't want anybody to witness what they were witnessing. And they kind of took that away from us, which was a kind of a, a, a heroic thing to do as their, as their brothers fighting for his life on the field. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, that was powerful. And the tighter the circle got, to me, indicated the gravity of the situation more and more. Yep, well said. Michael, thank you for a couple of minutes today. We really appreciate that. No problem, guys. Thank you. Yep, there you go. Michael Lombardi, former longtime NFL executive, current VEASAN host right here on this network uh, as we kicked around what happened last night on Monday Night Football. That was, what, uh, about nine minutes into the game? I think five minutes and change left on the clock? Yeah, third possession. When that occurred? And Cincinnati's around midfield for their second possession, but third Uh possession of the game. Yeah. Um, He is right. You saw the replay. I think they showed it twice. They showed it from the one angle. And then it was a slow motion angle the second time, and they realized um, this is not ordinary. So this is really bad. We're not going to show it again. And evidently, there were other networks that were showing the replay. We're getting feedback today saying that there other other networks were showing it over and over and over again last night. And I'm glad I wasn't watching those other networks. I stuck to ESPN for the game, but uh, no, that's all you had to do, right? And by the way, can we put this up? Look at that now. That's an updated number this morning of the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. Their goal was $2,500. So far, they've had 129,000 different donations, and the money raised for DeMar Hamlin's charity is $3.34 million. Their goal was 2,500. And to Michael's point, it's incredible what can happen when it's uh, we rather Mm -hmm. than me. Yes. Awesome job by everybody. Your point earlier about McDermott and Taylor, uh, fantastic. The job they did. Well, they, they recognized Coming it on together. the spot. Sure. I think, like I said, everybody's instincts took over on the field. Yeah. They just knew. I mean, the reaction, again, y- you don't see football players crying very often. And for Josh Allen to, you know, cover his mouth and people walking away, and for them, I think that says a lot. For the players to surround him like that so nobody could see, they just, they knew, like, look, this you know, everybody's using the word brotherhood today. He's out there on the field. He's getting CPR. Nobody should see what's happening right now on the field. And that's why we never saw it with the cameras, but you had, you know, in-stadium reporters saying, okay, this is my perspective right now. They're giving him CPR. He did go into cardiac arrest on the field, which, again, it doesn't happen. Right. They also were excellent uh, about the show. No, the show must... The show doesn't go on, and there's no way we're going to play this game and continue. And then right. other people who covered the league sharing their experiences as well. Uh, the Rich Shamini tweet, which I mentioned earlier with Dennis Bird, what happened? I mean, just to think about it, it's like, we have to go on and continue to play? Yeah. What? I mean, this is so good. 30 years ago, he was there. Guy broke his neck at Giant Stadium, chilling, continued 
the game, he was transported to the hospital via ambulance. Teammate said it was impossible to focus. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're thinking about your teammate. Not the game. Hashtag Jets uh, with his tweet. But it's like, okay, guys, finish it up. I mean, I, I can't even imagine, Paulie, what that would have looked like if they would have continued the game. It would have been an all-time bad decision by the NFL. Well, you always you have Vincent coming out after about what, where did Buck and where did this five-minute warm-up come from? Right. Because they, they well, said to, it on the broadcast. And to your point an hour ago, they're not going to just make that up on the broadcast. Yeah, right. So it was just like, okay, go out there, finish it. Monday night football, here we go. And uh, that's and now the decisions that they're, they're going to be making moving moving forward in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. But first things first, we need uh, we good news. Yeah, uh, let's get today. the fingers crossed today. Yeah, right. Hopefully we'll find out something by the end of our show, or early this morning anyway, that uh, the kid's going to be okay. In 24 years old. Man, that's just, it's uh, horrific what took place. On national TV, it just, oh, by the way, happens to be like the biggest game of the entire year. Right, right. And, and everybody's watching the game. Oh, I, God. I, you know, I was with everybody too. It's like, what, what's the holdup? Just suspend the game. and it was, That's it. Well, what's taken Just so call long? it already. Yeah. Like 10 minutes into the whole ordeal, I'm like, they haven't made Absolutely. a decision yet? How? Absolutely. I totally agree with you. We'll continue here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort Casino. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits, another way, VSIN's here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Paulie, multiple sources close to Jim Harbaugh told The Athletic on Monday they expect he will leave Michigan for the NFL if a franchise offers him a coaching job. 
Are we going to go down this path again with Harbaugh? Yes, I believe so. The other thing is uh, how much does the bowl record bother him? Maybe he doesn't care what people think, uh, but maybe uh, it also a stain on the uh, on the resume and tarnish the legacy that the fact that you get here with different programs and you get blown out on the big stage and going back that you've lost six straight bowl games and it has not gone well the last couple of years losing as a big favorite and he didn't have an answer against TCU and silly turnovers and also getting housed by Georgia the yep. year before. Well, I do think if they had that game all over again, it would not go the same way and they'd probably win the game because they shot themselves in the foot yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. Also, I mean, the program is getting better which I didn't think this year's team was better than last year's team, but they went to Ohio State and smacked them in the face and dominated that second half. So that tells me that not only are you on the same level now of Ohio State, that maybe, just maybe, you have surpassed them in the pecking order of the Big Ten. So you can keep making repeated trips to the playoff in the scenario. And oh, by the way, two Big Ten teams got in this year, and it's going to expand to 12. Like You can be a top three, top four seed a lot of times if you wanted to. So I just... Well, there's a couple ways to look at it. It's only, you, you, it's only a $3 million buyout, by the way. Yeah, that's surprising. Which is nothing. Right. And then going back and maybe an ego boost, I can go back to the NFL and come in and win there, and I turned around the 49ers. Why can't I do it with a different organization? And uh, the other thinking is I'm happy where I'm at in Michigan, as just you said. I can make the playoff every year or every few years. Right, I right. can get in the playoff. So, But he's just... he's He doesn't... Look at his resume. He's not a guy that just sticks around for eight years at one spot, you know? Right. He, no, he's, he, he moves around. He's on the move. I thought Michigan could be if he figured it out, and he has. I thought this would be like it for him. Played there, made a lot of sense. Feels like he does enjoy being a college coach. I do think people forget how good he was in the NFL. He was awesome with the 49ers. Absolutely. O- overall, 44-19-1. Oh, they were so bad when he before he got there. Paul, he took over in 2011. The organization... They went eight years without a winning season. And in his first year, took them to the NFC title game. And they blew that game at home against the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. Right. The next year, they went to the Super Bowl. Nearly won it. Thought there was a P.I. on Crabtree at the end of that game. And then the next year, another three straight trips to the NFC title game in his first three years. He then went eight and eight in his fourth year. And that was when he left for Michigan after that. Yeah. And I think San Francisco yeah. wanted him gone anyway. Well, uh, yeah, oh, he's a prickly pair. Oh, no doubt. Uh, he's hard to get, yes, the, the, the problems with uh, the front office too. And he's a great guy and it's a great story. But I would say Alex Smith was an average quarterback. Is that fair? At least uh, he, 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 did, he got better in Kansas City. He did a great job with Alex Smith. Yeah. Because Alex Smith was, you're exactly right. Before Harbaugh got there, I thought he was absolutely average. He was a bust. And then they took Kaepernick, and look at how that offense was, turned. Yeah, and he was one play away from winning the Super Bowl with Kaepernick. Yep. And what happened? So that this done deal, if the offer comes, and they throw a ton of cash at him, that was, yeah. I thought I would think uh, that that I always thought after all these years maybe Saban would leave, but this Saban's the opposite of Harbaugh. Right. Harbaugh moving around, and Saban's calling it good, and he's going to retire at Alabama and. Who knows, it'd be my coach another five years. This is a question from uh, Jake on Twitter. Does Harbaugh to the Colts make too much sense, or say hiring another former player to coach his team? I know I think that that would make a lot of sense. The question is, would Harbaugh want to leave Michigan for the Colts? Like, I don't, I don't think that he, does he want to take a team that appears to be in disarray moving forward, right? Because maybe we just completely overrated the talent on Indy's squad this year going into the season. 
And oh, by the way, Jacksonville now appears to be completely on the uptick. So it's not near, it doesn't appear to be nearly as bad, this division, as it was maybe before the year started. I'd rather have the Arizona job. I'd rather have the Denver job. Really? I would. Oh, than, than Indy? For okay. sure. All right. For sure. I think there's a, there's a decent chance this was a blip on Russell Wilson's radar this year. Then you're walking in with the, you have a great defensive team from day one. Yeah, right. And he could make that work. Why would you rather have Arizona? Uh, there's talent there. I mean, Murray, Murray's a lot better than the situation they have in Indy with the quarterback position. I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. I don't want some retread veteran mm-hmm. What they're going to go that route, which they've done the last few years. Well, he is 50. You don't think he could make it work with Murray? Because let, let's be honest, Murray and Kingsbury can't stand each other. No, they don't. Yeah. That's the problem right, right there. If, if you get on the same page as Murray, that helps. Hopkins is a dynamic wide receiver when he's out there healthy. Right. Uh, I, I think you have, you have plenty of pieces on offense. And if Harbaugh comes in, you add some run, uh, running game, fix the offensive line. I think the division might be a little too tough. Yeah, okay. But uh, he's gonna if he wants to go to the NFL, he's going to take one of these gigs that we're talking about. Now, we're probably going to have six, seven openers at the end of the year. Would he want to go to Houston and take over a team that might get the number one overall pick in the draft? That's a total rebuild. I, I, no yeah, way. So I, I, would pat, he's, I don't want he, any part of that. You have to keep in mind, he's 58 years old. So I don't think he would take a job like Houston. But I also don't think he would take Indy, although he played there. Because there are better opportunities in the league right now than the Colts. Who knows how many jobs we're going to have open at the end of the year? Right? We've had three already open during the season. My guess is we're going to get a handful more that he could take over. I also think that in a perfect world, he would like to have you know a good quarterback in place. To your point of who's the retread quarterback going to be with the Colts? Or does he start over with a, you know the eighth pick in the draft, fifth pick in the draft, C.J. Stroud is a rookie quarterback. I'm not so sure about that either. Well, I think Harbaugh can improve and make Murray better. I don't see Kingsbury doing that. Okay. He certainly hasn't. He hasn't taken that next step. Now, whether you want to put it on him or not studying the playbook and all this other business, okay. Uh, but I, I, I would think Harbaugh would get the most out of Murray. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think if he, by the way, if he leaves Michigan, it's going to be an automatic downgrade for that program. Maybe not in year one, but I, I don't, I mean, the next coach to take over for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan is really up against it. Even though that program should never really dip. I mean, that that program was far from great before he took it over. And it still wasn't great when he was there until the last couple of years. So I think they will dip uh, if he does leave. Well, uh, there's also unrealistic expectations, I think, too. Look what Ryan Day's dealing with. I mean, the Ohio State fans are ticked off at him. Now you've yeah. lost a couple in a row now to, to Michigan. Now you, you, you blew a big lead against Georgia. What's your yeah. problem? They put the full I mean, blame on him for I mean, that loss. That's how it, that's how it is now. That's how it works. These fans, you know, some of them are lunatics. Yeah. Meanwhile, what if what if Kirby Smart doesn't get the timeout in, right, in time before yeah. the fake punt? And what if Harrison doesn't get hurt? The, the Georgia defense had no answer for Harrison. He was doing whatever he mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah. That was a huge loss in that game for them. And, oh, by the way, what if the kid makes the field goal? He wasn't even close on it. Yeah, and it, then the landscape of college football changing. Maybe he wants a part of that. Maybe he doesn't. But now you have USC coming in and Lincoln Riley and what the Big Ten's going to look like. And, yes, uh, there's more teams in the playoff, but uh, it's also Penn State's got a good program. They do, yeah. I mean, this is this is wild now I, with the landscape of college football changing and the realignment. I will say Lincoln Riley has a very important offseason ahead of him. 
They, as I tweeted out yesterday, they cannot waste Caleb Williams. You need to change the defense now. Yeah, but this wasn't supposed to happen. This was all on Clay Helton. They didn't have talent. Oh, I know that, but uh, I mean, on the on the defensive side of the the recruiting was they were they were collecting paychecks and doing not doing any work. I understand, but but, but well, this, his history. The, the reason why okay. it's the same exact thing as Oklahoma. Okay. So you you need to concentrate. We all get it, man. It's bad. It You're unbelievable on offense. Yeah. And Caleb Williams is an unbelievable star. Right, if that kid stays healthy and goes to the right spot in the NFL, I, I don't know how he's not awesome. But you need to fix the defense. It's it's a carbon copy of what took place with the Sooners. You can score forty five on anybody, but you can't stop Bishop Gorman. That shouldn't happen. That's a tough. That was a tough beat. There's no doubt about it. Oh yes, it was. You're up fifteen late in the game. Yep. You, you can't blow that. And uh, the only way they got stops this year was forcing turnovers. That's right. So, and that's on Alex Grinch, who's the DC of uh, that program. Well. Loyal to a fault, too. That could yep. be the other thing. Yep. We have to go in a different direction. Yep, yep. With what they're paying you, and they want... Uh, but then you you watch them, though, and how bad that was yesterday, and they were maybe one injury or one play away from making the playoff. Remember, they they have a two-score two lead against Utah, and they're driving yeah, out they, here. Caleb got hurt yeah. in that game. Right. Yep. They go up 21 in that game, and that, it wouldn't have gone well in the playoff. We know that. Yep. How bad the defense was, but uh, the other thing was an incredible. St- what a turnaround! That's historic. You go from oh, two lane two and ten to that to winning what twelve, 12 games? games and well, beating USC absolutely. in a bowl game. What a job by Tulane! Incredible job. It is that and the. Uh, I was glad to see Mississippi State win one for Mike Leach, and the reaction from Will Rogers on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. If you were watching the game at all, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, he was just uh, he was taken aback, and he was like, you could tell like he was so emotional. I'm starting to tear up and what that win meant for him. Nigel Seeley on the program. Next busy week in the EPL with four matches today and tomorrow. We'll find out what he likes coming up. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back for all the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley joins us now. He's on fire at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Now there's Premier League today and tomorrow, and then they're uh, they're off till uh, the 12th of January. So uh, they're taking the weekend off, but it's a good card the next couple of days. And he joins us to give out a few selections. You were quick to dismiss it last time you were on, but now Arsenal won again, and City had the draw against Everton. City now like a dollar thirty to win the prem. What do you think? Can Arsenal pull this off? Uh, good morning to you. Um, I, I still think it's going to be hard for Arsenal. I think um, if I was an Arsenal supporter or an Arsenal better, the one thing I would want is I'd want Manchester City to go to the Champions League final. Okay. Because then that would be a distraction for them. So they'd be looking at the Champions League final. I think if you ask the manager Pep Guardiola, would he take the another Premier League title or would he take a Champions League? title I think he'll take the Champions League title so uh, I think that uh, Arsenal I, I still have question marks about them they have a couple of very very big games coming up I think three games in the next five games one of them is against Newcastle tonight a team that are up there as well then they play Manchester United who are in great form and then they have to play Manchester City at the Emirates so we'll know a lot of more about Arsenal's uh, title chances in the next few weeks or so but the one thing I would say is if if Manchester City suddenly went to around about even money or plus money, I think I'd have to bet them because their experience going down the stretch against this very young Arsenal side 
with a sort of a very raw manager who's never been in this position as well. Uh, I think that is invaluable for them. So if if there was a bit of an overreaction too much into Arsenal and Manchester City become a bettable, bettable price, i.e. Okay. Uh, even money or bigger, I bet Man City. Well, then how about the match today, Nigel, as uh, Arsenal takes on Newcastle? Of course, they're a pretty big favourite. But uh, you have your eyes on the total goal scored. I'm seeing two and a half. The over is minus 120, under around even money. What do you like here? Minus 120 is a good price. You can get over two and a half. It's not that over here in England now. Uh, that okay. market will definitely move uh, in, in, in that, for that market. Um, Arsenal, obviously, on the back of a 4-2 win at Brighton. A real entertaining game. They, they look great going forward, but they look very, very nervous and very, very uh, flaky in defence. So that they look like they are going to concede every time Brighton went forward. Brighton had a good goal, I felt, uh, disallowed for, uh, for on the VAR. Uh, and they obviously, obviously won 3-1 against West Ham. They conceded first in that game. If you look at Arsenal's home record this season at the Emirates, they've scored at least two goals in every one, barring one game. So they do score goals at home. That's in the Premier League. They do concede them as well. And Newcastle on the road uh, is firing at the moment. They're 2-1, 4-1, 3-0 in their last three road matches, all wins. Uh, and they're scoring goals. And I do feel that Newcastle here have to come here and win this game or get something from this game. A defeat here, I think that Arsenal will pull away even further from Newcastle. And Newcastle's very faint uh, Premier League title ambitions will, will be gone if they don't win this game. So I expect Newcastle to be very attack-minded in this match. The one thing I would say is that Arsenal have a brilliant record in this fixture. They've won the last seven uh, in this game without conceding. So they've won seven to nil, but they've won 11 consecutive matches at home against Newcastle. You've got to go back to 2014, the last time that Newcastle actually won at the Emirates. So a very good, very good record for Arsenal in this fixture. But this is a very different Newcastle side. And it's a real test for both teams. Um, I think it's going to be a really entertaining game this evening. Uh, I think there'll be a few goals flying around. Arsenal do score, but Arsenal do concede. I like both teams to score, yes. And I like over two and a half goals. And I was looking for a sort of a, a, a correct score for a bit of pizza money. Probably bet Arsenal to win 2-1. Okay, very good. Uh, continuing here down that path, another total that you like, Fulham takes on Leicester today. And Nigel, it's priced right around that same number, right? Uh, the market here in the U.S. has two and a half over right around minus 120. Are you comfy going over in that match as well? Yeah, again, I think that's another great bet. I, I think it's, it's behind the U.K. market as well. That price isn't, isn't that in the U.K. at the moment. Um, these two sides have got probably the best record in the Premier League for overs this season. Uh, in Fulham, 17 matches in the Premier League, 15 of them have cashed overs this season. So 15 out of 17 have cashed overs. Uh, they score goals for fun on the road. Leicester... Uh, I've got so much attacking flair, but defensively they're atrocious. They went to Liverpool last time out and lost 3-1 and they scored all three goals. Two own goals cost them the game. Uh, and the same player scored two own goals as well. Uh, this this just screams goals this match. I think at minus 120, I think that's a really nice play. I wouldn't be surprised to see this being a real end-to-end 2-2 draw, something like that. But I definitely think that if you did a little parlay, uh, those two matches, over two and a half goals, Arsenal-Newcastle, or both teams to score and did the same with Leicester against Fulham, you won't go far wrong. But like I say, Fulham, 15 games this season, 17 of them uh, have cashed, sorry, 17 games, 15 have cashed over two and a half goals. And Fulham are on the back of uh, a lot of goal-scoring games in their recent matches as well. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our great soccer mate, Nigel Seeley, here on the program. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Seeley underscore Nigel. One of your favorite tips in recent appearances, going back to, you know, way before the World Cup, in fact, 
was betting the Wolves' halftime draw. Are you going to go back to the well with that today? Well, I, 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 I'm going to give you some stats on this to just show you how this is this is such a great bet. I mean, I've, I've been doing it for like two or three years, Mitch, and every <laughs> single week it's <laughs> plus 120. It's plus 120, plus 116. And if you take away when they play Manchester City or you take away when they play the big size in the Premier League, it's it's always a good bet. You know, forget the other ones. They're playing Aston Villa tomorrow. Uh, Aston Villa are a local side. They're very, they're, there's a local derby between them. There's only a few miles between the two clubs. It's a very, very close. There's nothing between them really in the league table, a couple of places and a couple of points. But if you look at this season, uh, Wolves matches, 10 of their 17 matches this season have been drawn at halftime. So 10 matches out of 17 drawn at halftime. If you took last season's games as well, 38 of 53 matches have been drawing at halftime, which equates to a 71% chance, which should be minus 230. That's 53 matches in the Premier League. Then if you take the season prior to that, which goes back to 2020-2021, 91 matches that Wolves have played in the Premier League and 56 have been uh, draws at halftime. So that's a 60% chance. So that makes it a minus 150 uh, game. And that includes the games against Manchester City, Liverpool, when Liverpool are flying, the Arsenal's, the mm. Tottenham's of this world. If you take away those big four, or and the Chelsea, take away the big four, and you look at teams just in or around Wolves at the bottom half or the lower level, that comes up to seventy-five percent of their games ending draws at halftime. So, so you're looking at you're looking at a price that really should be around about minus two fifty, minus wow. three dollars in those games, and you bet it every week at plus one sixteen. They're playing Aston Villa tomorrow. The last five matches against Aston Villa, Wolves, Aston Villa, four of them have been a draw at halftime, and all four of them have been nil-nil at halftime. It's just, and and the other thing you've got to throw into the mix here as well, like I say, it's a local derby, which makes it much closer. And both of these two sides have got two new managers as well. They're both Spanish. They're both rivals. Lopetegui, who was a Spanish national manager, and uh, he was a manager at Seville, and uh, he was fired. He's now the new manager at Wolves, been in charge in two games. And Aston Villa, Unai Emery, who was the manager uh, at Arsenal previously and, and Villarreal. So these are two Spanish managers who know each other and will be very cagey in their first couple of games. I, I just think that at plus 116 every week, these Wolves matches, I, I, I've highlighted it on Twitter, I've mentioned it on this show here, but I just wanted to break down the, 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 the figures to show you what a, what a great value play you get. You know, If tonight it doesn't come in, next week it'll be 120, but next week it'll be yeah. 120. But you, you, if you did it, for the teams that in or around them or at the bottom in vital games for Wolves, they, they have a tendency to be really cagey. And nil-nil in the first half usually comes in in Wolves games as well. But it's a great stat and it's one bet that definitely you need to have on your radar every week when Wolves play because uh, the bookmakers never change. It's always plus 116, 120 and, you know, it was plus 136 at the weekend and okay. uh, it was nil-nil at halftime against Manchester United. Yeah, there you go. Excellent analysis as always, uh, lad. One more here. We have about a minute left. You like a goal sp- uh, score prop today. You like Rashford for Man U. I'm seeing, always shop around. I'm seeing as low as plus 110, but yeah, higher than that, at, at like plus 150 or maybe even higher. What do you think here? If you can get plus 150 high, it's great. It's plus 175 with uh, Bet365, which is over here. I know it's over in some states in America. Um, Marcus Rashford is, is Man United's main goal-scoring threat now that Ronaldo's gone. He's playing a much more advanced role. He plays on, it cuts in from the wing, but he's playing much more uh, of a of a forward role for Manchester United currently. Uh, he's played in his last, th- since he's come back from the World Cup, he's played three games for Manchester United and scored in all three. He was dropped at the weekend for some, uh, he's overslept for a team meeting, but he come on at halftime, scored the winner, won the game. Prior to the World Cup, he had five starts. In his last five starts, he scored five goals. So five games, five goals. 
at the World Cup, he played a bit part for England, but still scored three goals. And he's full of confidence. He's played. He's playing Bournemouth. Man United are two goal favourites against Bournemouth, so they're going to be very, very heavy favourites. You would expect them to score at least two goals. And in his last three matches against Bournemouth, he scored in every single game. So Marcus Rashford, uh, around about plus 150, the main threat for Manchester United, who are resurgent Manchester United, doing very, very well at the moment. Uh, I think that's a great bet. Man United, I think Man United will win tonight and Rashford will be on the score sheet. Very good. Again, follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel. Cheers, mate. Happy New Year. Best of luck this week. Yeah, take care. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Yeah, you too. There you go. Love the analysis as always from him. The stuff on the Wolves. Man, is that good. Going all the way back. 91 plus matches like that. All right. Rolling along here on a Tuesday. It's Follow the Money on VSIN. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Join them every week for new promotions the Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, the Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. Great house specials. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. The biggest story in sports from last night, obviously what happened on the field, DeMar Hamlin, the 24-year-old defensive back for the Bills, had cardiac arrest on the field. They had, they had to administer CPR on the field. And uh, the Bills have not updated anybody in a while, so hopefully we get some you know very good news here by the end of the show. Paul, you said earlier that you're a very impatient person, but, I mean, that's where just the fingers are crossed, right? Yeah. We, we are impatiently 
sitting here with fingers crossed like everybody else. The marketing, the, sorry, the marketing rep and friend hasn't tweeted in 10 hours either. I know, I know. And here's what the bill said six hours ago. DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Again, that was the last update by the Buffalo Bills. I did hear a story on the way in today. Coley Harvey was on the scene last night. He is an ESPN reporter. He went over to the hospital way late into the night. Could have been the wee hours of the morning. Stefan Diggs was there trying to get in. The security guard at the hospital did not recognize Stefan Diggs. And Cole, Coley Harvey had to be like, no, look, I mean, I can tell you right now that he's one of the teammates. And, and Stefan Diggs is like, look, I need to go in there. I have to. I have to go into the hospital room to make sure everything is okay. And, uh, I mean, for those players' sakes on both sides and everybody, the coaches and everybody involved, I mean, what an impossible situation to be in last night for everybody. The players, the the 65,000 in attendance, the people on ESPN, you're never prepared for anything like that. And that's why it was such a great job by the paramedics on site and the two head coaches to do what they did. So we, earlier today, great job by our producer Dustin today. For as always, for the entire thing. But about an hour and 20 minutes ago, we brought on Dr. Fred Fight. He is the leading interventional cardiologist and professor of medicine at NYU. And we asked him what he saw with the video last night. I got just about everything. First of all, thanks for having me on. And as everybody's saying, uh, thoughts and prayers with the young man. Uh, but it looked pretty clear cut that he suffered a blow to the chest. And then he. He obviously didn't have any uh, major injury to the to the uh, musculoskeletal system because he bounced right up. And then after standing up for about maybe two or three seconds, he suddenly just like just dropped backwards. No attempt to break his fall, and that is a classical manifestation of what we call ventricular fibrillation. That his heart rhythm. Uh, likely uh, just became totally irregular. And the word fibrillation, you could picture it. Ordinarily, the heart is contracting rhythmically, and that's why the blood is being ejected. So that's what Dr. Fred Fight saw last night, his initial reaction to the video. Uh, he also told us what exactly happened to Hamlin on the field. You know, the heart rate is typically 70 or 100, probably a little higher with these guys running around. But when he took that hit to the chest, it's, it's a, I don't know, one in a hundred thousand thing. A violent hit or a pretty significant hit just to the exact right spot at the exact wrong moment, we could say, in the cardiac cycle. There's very, uh, during every cardiac cycle, a beat to beat, about 1% of that cycle is a very vulnerable period where if you take a hit like that, it can set your heart into ventricular fibrillation. I would be shocked if this was anything else. Now, this is extremely rare. It, it is very, very rare. There's a case a couple of years ago of a soccer player mm -hmm. who, had something, who had something very similar happen. He went on to explain the numbers, right? He threw out, what, one in 100,000 cases like this, maybe? Mm -hmm. That specific thing might occur? 
And so uh, he brought up Erickson, the soccer player, right? He, and also Chris Pronger played in the NHL. He took a slap shot to the chest in 1998. He was back on the ice weeks later and played 12 more seasons. So there's some good news there. 12 more after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one more from Dr. Fred Fight uh, when we asked him about Hamlin's current status. He has a breathing tube in, which yes. is pretty routine. He is said to have uh, normal vital signs, which presuming if, his, if those vital signs are normal without any uh, support, meaning norepinephrine, uh, what we call vasopressors, I think, if, I think if he was requiring support, they would say it. I think the fact that they say his vital signs are normal uh, means that his heart probably has not suffered any meaningful damage if I had to, uh, if I had to take a, a, a bet. The most important thing is whether there's any other end organ damage. And again, the whole critical thing here is effective CPR. If he had effective CPR from the beginning and was converted back into regular rhythm in a matter of minutes, I would say the odds are pretty good that he should be able to make a a full recovery. Again, fingers crossed. Great yes. perspective there from the leading interventional cardiologist and professor of medicine at NYU, Dr. Fred Fight. Also, Michael Lombardi came on the program today, VEASAN host, longtime NFL executive, and he explained that uh, he has never seen anything like this in his life. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, to me, the brown ball didn't matter. You know, I, I've been in the league almost 40 years and watched football for most of my life, and, you know, we've... We've seen the, the, the Daryl Stingley hit. We've seen Ryan Shazier on that field there in Cincinnati. And we've seen players, you know, get carted off. We've seen broken bones. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And, and that and you, the faces of those players was so impactful to me that it made it, the, it made it so surreal that there's only one thing that you knew you had to do, which was take care of Hamlin. And, and I applaud the league office for, for recognizing that. And I saw Troy Vincent say today they never considered five minutes and then re, 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 revisiting the game. So that's refreshing to hear. Player safety and, you know, the players, they were there. They watched this, and, and that's really traumatic. And it's the trauma of the event that, that really is going to last for a while, and, and it's going to have to get handled. Yeah. Michael Lombardi earlier today. Let me throw this tweet at you. This is from uh, Rome Tatum. And we're on Twitter at VSIN Live and Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Rome explains that uh, he saw the pay per view in which Owen Hart died for the first time last year. He tweeted, To see that blood smudge on the ring as it continued was abominable. I have a good amount of money tied into last night's game, but who cares? Pray prayers up for De De uh, DeMar Hamlin. That's the exact approach here today. We're not talking about gambling today. We're not talking about, hey, how do you proceed now and look at the, the Bills maybe getting the one seed or the Bengals. I have a uh, fantasy football championship where my opponent has nobody playing. I have Burrow and Dawson Knox. Who cares? I, yeah. don't, I don't care. That, that example. Take my money. I could care less. You that, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that example was uh, the most egregious of the show must go on uh, with what happened with Owen Hart. Uh, Lombardi you know, mentioned therapy. You know What's next for the organization and those players? I've referenced this tweet uh, earlier in the show, but a medical professional saying witnessing that is jarring. Whether you're trained or not, it's traumatic for the players. Andrew Brandt's coming up later in the show. I don't know how you play tomorrow, the next day, or whenever, as young, especially as long as he is in serious condition. 
I mean, those are all, all excellent tweets, and I echo those sentiments. No, it ties into what Michael was saying, Michael Lombardi. You're going to have to get like therapists for these yeah. players because of what they're going through right, right now. So those are absolutely heroic work, great work by the medical staff and the medics to come out there and save the day. And the other thing, I thought that if you said the the McDermott and Taylor were phenomenal, oh, to just take advantage and uh, take excuse me, take uh, control of that situation and saying, oh, this is we're not playing this game, and this is. We got to make sure he's okay, and we're getting to the hospital. And they left at uh, five a.m. Eastern and two a.m. Pacific back to Buffalo. But I yeah. thought the coaches were terrific. Standing ovation for those two guys, including Zach Taylor. And I've been very critical of him as a head coach. That goes out the window now. Again, I I will apologize in advance if I rip him for any mistakes he makes down the line as as a coach, because uh, as a human being, last night uh, he he came through with flying colors. I thought Zach Taylor was awesome. He just he knew within seconds. He walked over it, to the sideline. He's right. like, "This is abnormal." It seemed they were calm, cool, and collected. Yes, and the league wasn't. Bingo. Uh, you know, throwing it back to the studio when I need. I like to get some information. What's going on on the field? And also, what is the league doing? Why is the game not suspended? What's taking so long? This is an ultimate no-brainer that we don't agree on much in this country, but we all agreed, with the exception of one individual. We all agreed. Let's move. Forget about all this stuff later. Cancel the game. You know. Yeah, it, it, what seven o'clock it took till the chef to tweet. What are we doing? Uh-huh. All right, let's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. We will continue. Mike Pritchard will join the program coming up next. Former player, current Vsin host. When did he know last night that the game could not be played? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.